the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. What up, y'all? Ladies and gentlemen, human sushi is in your area. Beedy beedy bum bum. I don't know what that beedy, is that beedy, I just beedy, did. Beedy 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 bum bum. I think it was pretty good. What do you think? I liked it. Okay. Are we being honest or is this more like when you asked me if I like your song? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing Selena's. Of course you weren't paying attention. <laughs> My bad. What was I thinking? <laughs> All right. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, fam? What's good, man? Hey, shit, bro. Yeah? Yeah, man. I hear about to spark this joint up. I'm making a lot of social media friends. What uh, platform? Um, Facebook. And by a lot, I mean one. <laughs> Who's your friend? Oh, Julio? Julio. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have reached a friend level at this point? I consider him my friend. I think he might hate me, though. I'm not sure. You guys are the most, like, trolliest people I know. I'm coining that, by the way. Trolliest? Trollist. The trollist. Yeah, so it's kind of like the troll worlds are colliding. Yeah. When, you know, with you two guys getting together. But alert, alert, Game of Thrones fans. <laughs> talking about trolls. There's trolls in Game of Thrones? I'm why, why did you bring up, like, we're one minute into the podcast <laughs> and we're already talking about Game of Thrones, bro? Yo, because it's not like we're going to say something good about it unless. I know, but as much as we bitch about people, uh, you know, bringing up game of thrones on the show it's like how are we gonna bring it up what is that the song or something that's the song is that is that the song well those sounds were brought to you by our special guest we have a special guest sushi in the building today this is one of the most like crazy talented motherfucking musicians that i know man and, and we've actually had the chance to jam out a few times at my house and we've uh, created some music uh, some of which has actually been released and uh now you're a frequent uh collaborator of our frequent guest superman so welcome Soup. to the show happy yeah. wizard man what's good homie yeah. thank you for having me thank welcome, you for the welcome. uh the kind words and compliments and that was definitely uh, Game of Thrones, at least a very uh, awkward <laughs> imitation of the theme song. But yeah, that, that's what that was. My friend Tara got on me actually today uh, for comparing. Apparently on one of the shows, we compared Game of Thrones to Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. And she says she cringes every time we say some shit like that. So. I know. I've heard it before from other people too. And I don't see what the problem is. Personally. Yeah, it seems like, like I read an article today that... Um, What's his name? R. George R. R. Martin. Yeah, George R. R. Martin is working on like a new book, and this book is gonna have unicorns. <laughs> like, bro, how are you gonna tell me that this shit ain't corny, my dude? 
That shit, it's, bro. They got they're bringing unicorns, they bro. Got, like murder unicorns of death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good off the unicorns, everyone. I'm sorry, you know. Like next, you're gonna tell me they got mermaids and shit. <laughs> Dre, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm weakening, man. Mermaids. Oh, you're gonna watch it. I'm weakening. Are you? What's, <laughs> what's doing it? I don't know, man. It's like you know who, who's made the best argument so far is this guy Andrew Schultz. Have you heard? Of, you know, you've seen this guy. I know a who he is. Comedian, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's talking on his show, and he's like, "Man, this is gonna be the last big television event ever." Like because now it's now it's not a scheduled TV anymore. It's like right, it's all like stream to watch or whatever. Right. So um, he's saying like, you know, this is the last thing that you're gonna be able to be at the same exact point of a show with with other people and share that like at the water cooler type of shit. That's you know? bullshit though. Yeah, Westworld is still that. happening. A bunch of other shit's that. still happening, man. But That's as bullshit. big, I mean, come on, I don't like Game of Thrones. I mean, I've never seen it, but I just assume I won't like it. But <laughs> like, I mean. Westworld West is not yeah, as big want... as Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah, but, like, if your only reasoning to, uh, you know, to watch something is because of, like, the cultural fucking points that you're going to get, then fuck that no, shit, No, not man. for points, just to, of like, course participate. It's for to well, participate. You, that's what that is. Yeah, that's not points. That's just to of participate. Of course it is. You yeah, want to be kind able... of semantics. I mean, yeah. It's kind of points. I mean, yeah, you want to, like, be part of the conversation, and that's basically what you're saying, Most right? people yeah. just don't want to be left out I'm when not... they go hang out, and they're with, like, coworkers or friends, and everyone's talking about something they don't know anything about. It's FOMO. Yeah, and most people have no way to, like, feel comfortable in that. I mean, they're just like, uh-huh. Except to make fun of it. I'm raising my hand in case you guys can't see me. <laughs> I mean, I totally get the appeal. I saw one or two episodes, not much, but yeah, there's a lot of appeal. Oh, trust so me. So you don't show. watch it? No, I don't follow it, but I understand uh-huh. the appeal. Don't get me wrong. That show is very well crafted. And oh, yeah. I'm not denying the, that the at all. human drama in there. It's like, imagine a, a novella, but like, you know, you think of novella, people are like, oh, it's like some old Spanish lady programming, right? But. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones like does as good a job as a novella as keeping people hooked, but it's not for just you know one small demographic. It's basically for anybody who can stomach right. it. It's, it it's, it's a novella with dragons. Yeah, with, man, with, <laughs> and unicorns, <laughs> wizards. It's Lord of the Rings novella style. It's 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 incredibly intense. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I, I'm off the. I'm all the way good off that. I what You're I never what I say. Watch it? No, 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 no. What I say is I'm gonna wait till it's over uh-huh. and wait till kind of just like the hype dies down and then I'm gonna watch it on my own for my own merit i don't want to be like influenced by what anyone else is saying i guess i'm just i'm that that. type of viewer though you feel me like i hear that so i'll watch it at some point i won't deny that um but now's not the time for me y'all could y'all could have that that's a sensible plan i'm probably never gonna watch it (laughs) you're probably never gonna watch it no yeah because it's like i don't know the moment has passed yeah oh see so you're like you're a slave to the moment that's what it sounds like it's not just that dude but it's like i don't know i don't know man i mean our just off bat, it's not something that I would watch. I'm not into fantasy. Then, like, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm talking shit now that I'm, like, getting weak, but I'm just fucking around to, like... That was know. troll, Renee. Yeah. I know. But, I'm starting to, to be able to notice when you're trolling. But I'm not going to... Game of Trolls. I'm not going to watch... And then let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, I, when am I going to watch that shit? There's going to be some new show that I like, and I'm not mm. going to go back and watch that shit. Fair. You know? I've, gone, I've gone back and watched shows, though, after they finished airing. Like what? Uh, what's the one show with Seth Rogen and James Franco and all of them? It's a high school show, mm. Freaks and Geeks. Yes. I didn't see that when it aired, and then I, I, I caught it later on on Netflix, and fuck, that show is fucking 
awesome, dude. That's yeah. a great show. Have you nice. seen it? No, I have not. That's not a really all. good show. But anyway, the point I, I don't want to get into the show, but mm-hmm. the point is that uh, I watched it after the fact and it was just as enjoyable to me. I've watched a lot of shows after the fact. Californication, I watched after the fact. Do you guys think you watch a lot of TV? No. I know I don't. I just no. watch Netflix sometimes. Well, eh, pretty often now, but mm. but even then, it's like more like movie watching. You know, like I don't really watch TV to catch up on what's going on currently or something. Right. Yeah, I watch movies and YouTube. Me too. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Yeah, I love YouTube. I sink down the YouTube hole all the time. I'm like, me too. I end up watching like yodeling and shit, like <laughs> fucking, you know, like uh, dodgeball tournaments and shit. Like yeah. YouTube's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my friend was mind blown. Like the first time he came to my house and I was watching YouTube on the TV. Like, cause he was <laughs> he only consumes YouTube like on his phone and on the laptop. You know, so yeah. it was like. Oh, you know, like he never made that connection that like YouTube is something you can watch just like TV, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. You think it's going to switch to like um, all streaming kind of TV eventually? Yes. Instead of like CBS, NBC and all that shit? Yeah, I think linear television, I think that model is dying fast. Because like who wants to wait till eight o'clock to watch the show? You know, everybody works different hours and shit like, bro, you just want to have it there. And when you're ready to watch it, you can watch it. You know, like we live in like a a demand to see it now kind of culture. Exactly. Well, I think like art has lost value in that sense. Why? Because now we're not on their time. Now they're on ours. Mm. You know, art has lost value because now we're not on their time. Yeah. Like there's there's first of all, there's so much more art. And so much ways, so many ways to get art to people directly to people now without the middleman that used to be like curators for artists or like record labels for musicians or film studios. Like I could literally shoot a film on my phone and, you know, upload it to YouTube mm-hmm. and it can go out to millions of people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so you're saying it's there's saturation. so much art being made that mm-hmm. like naturally the value goes down because there's less scarcity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would say that the people that are at the top of their art form, though, probably are raising their prices, saying, look, they're saying, look at all this mediocrity. You know, now that you can actually see what everyone's doing, like you can see how my shit is better. You know, yeah. and wouldn't that be a different game involved, like more like the game of just straight business and not so much whether you're or not it's a great art? That's a that's a good point, because it's like business and art. Artists are not businessmen, right? Like, not naturally, not naturally right? <laughs> no like, way. <laughs> um, so it's just weird. Like, you know, I, I see a lot of people that are trying to make art with financial gain in mind. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, that how, is that possible? I mean, or are you a real artist? I mean, I don't know. I think it's two very different mindsets completely. Mm-hmm. And maybe not even mindsets. Maybe you should say it's two different, like, brain wirings, man. Like, I think that's like trying to make a comparison between how does a guy who work who works uh, construction think about life and how does he do things versus someone who works mm. in a law office like they're going to have totally different brains i mean even if they're both smart they're not going to think the same way they're not going to make the same moves right i mean right. as far as i can gather that's what yeah. it seems like to me yeah one is strictly utilitarian and the other one is more of a creative thinker and i and i always say that too um like for instance the movies that i like I think I like them because of their intention, Hmm. you know? So if you can tell that they're going into like making a movie, it's for the purpose of making money. 
mm-hmm. it turns me off from the get go. The vibe, right? You yeah, that's why. It. That's why I don't like a lot of sequels. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, it's just well, like the first one blew up, right, right, right. You know, so they, you know, the studio commissioned the second one. Whereas, mm-hmm. like the first one, this dude was in his fucking basement writing that shit, plugging away. It was about the art, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a guaranteed payday. Yo. Once it's a guaranteed payday, it's like it changes <laughs> everything, right? Yo, kudos to Twenty One Jump Street. I think that was that movie, right? The sequel, mm-hmm. yeah. Kudos to them that for making fun funny. of. It being a sequel, right? Like they threw so <laughs> many jokes in there about this is a sequel. It's gonna right. be the same thing. Turn them up a little bit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think you can tell every when, like when you watch it, you can tell you know the intention. You could tell where it came from. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and for me, it just kind of like turns me off, man. Like, or like Kill Bill one and two. It's like that's a sequel, kind of, sort of, but does it feel at all like a sequel? No. Hell no. No, that feels like another Kill Bill movie. Period. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is technically. It's uh, like he shot them both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And and they decided to cut it in two, uh, once they had already filmed most of it. Okay. Like so that was a last minute decision type shit. Let's take a let's take a like a commercially successful artist, right? Like, for example, you have like a Jay Z, right? Or you have like a Kendrick, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Drake, let's say. Like, let's not mm-hmm. even use Jay Z. Let's use Drake and Kendrick, right? Mm-hmm. I believe they make music completely differently, right? Like Drake has writers, admittedly, right? Like he has people filling in and right. telling him like, oh, that's not going to pop off. This is going to pop off better, you know, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick, I don't know if he has writers. I don't think it's ever come out that he has writers, right? I don't know. Don't Kendrick, feel like it. Kendrick don't got writers. It don't Kendrick feel like it ever. Yeah. You could tell, man. <laughs> right. You like he tell. may have some people like were like helping on hooks and things like that, but like Kendrick is writing his verses, dude. You mm-hmm. could tell. Well, that's the difference between okay. between a guy like Jay Z and a guy like, and and this is not to throw shade or even a guy like Drake. Right. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your point. But just to yeah, finish the point. Like they bro- they're both delivering music to us, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're both in the end handing us a song and saying, here. Like, and we are taking that product and enjoying it, right? So, like, I enjoyed some of Drake's songs, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. here's the difference, though. Normally, when I listen to a Drake song, it's just while it's pop, popping, you know what I'm saying? While it's hot. Like, a year later, when I hear that song, I'm like, oh, this shit, you know? Like, <laughs> like Kendrick, I'll hear again a year later, and I'll be like, ah, oh, I forgot about this dopeness, you know what I'm saying? Right, the- right, right. 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 <laughs> so, I, and there's a couple of Drake songs that I might like listen to them in that way but i'm not a huge fan like that like but i don't know i mean but i think that might there's a way to tie that back into like intention too because if something sounds like it was for the moment that means that you probably made it with that intention to like sound like you know do what's hot mm-hmm. and that's why it sounds like it's of the moment and it doesn't really have that replay value you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah uh, is that wrong it comes through it's not that it's wrong it just comes through yeah i'm not qualifying it mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't call it wrong either even if i don't like that type of music like mm-hmm. right. it just is what it is and right. then even as people who made it the people the team behind it they'd be like uh yeah obviously you made it for that reason but why are you talking about it you're like they'd be like they wouldn't care as much to bring that up but they would admit it you know for sure yeah. well that's my thing too is that like these people sit in this room and yes maybe they are thinking in a more commercial way right but in the end, they're trying to make a dope song, right? That's what their intention is, you know? So it's well, like... commercially dope. There's a difference between commercially dope and just you want to make something dope. Right. Well, what does it mean to be commercially dope? It just means that a lot of people like works. your song. Because like, the difference, I think, would be more a question of, aside from, you know, obviously what we said, the intention going in, but the game plan, man. When you have a game plan to make 
a piece of art. Let's just let's stick with music then. Why not? Okay. Let's say you're gonna you're gonna have a game plan to make a song, and you're gonna make it commercially viable, and you know you want it to be dope too. At the same time, you have your plan probably literally written out on paper. How do we approach this? How do we hit the target audience, and how does it generate us revenue? Translate all that uh, info into the song writing of the lyrics and the creation of the beat, mm-hmm. the music, whatever. It's all there on your plan, and then you attack the plan. Versus, let's say, why not Kendrick Lamar? Because that's an easy one to, to pick at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd be like, yeah, I know it's going to be commercially viable. Not worried about that. How am I going to just make this super dope, period? Mm-hmm. I'm Kendrick Lamar. He comes in. He goes in. He's like, okay, I'm going to just do this, 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 because this is what I'm feeling. Oh, you're not feeling that producer? Fine. What do you want to do? What's your input? Great. I take your input and still Kendrick Lamar that shit because he's Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar. And then people like that are going to do it. I would say not so much because they're better or anything, but just because that's their attack plan. That's mm-hmm. their game plan. And then that game plan filters through into the music and all that. And then it just, you feel it when you hear it. Like, even if you're a huge fan of both Drake and Kendrick Lamar, you're going to say, yeah, this song feels deep and hits me hard. Or you're going to say, oh, the other one, yo, that's my party song. Like, you might, that might be your mm-hmm. best praise for both if you, you're a big fan of both. But like, right, right. You're, still, me- you're still saying that you notice the difference. I do, yeah. I mean, there is a difference. Well, to me, it's like, it's it's about, are you walking a familiar path or are you exploring? That and too. I think that's mm-hmm. the that difference, too. you know? Because if you're tracing, you may be really good at it, but you're tracing someone else's work that already established it. Whereas a guy like Kendrick, he plays it perfectly because his commercial shit is him exploring. And it happens to work because his style is just so translatable, you know. But but yeah, man, I think I think those are the slight differences that for me separate whether I'm gonna like it later on into the future or not. Yeah. I think also substance has to do with it because when you listen to a Drake album, like I think a lot of it has little cool punchlines and shit like that. But a lot of it is like... Style over substance. Yeah, like style over substance. That's a great way to put it, yeah. yeah. Whereas if you listen to a Kendrick song, it's like culturally relevant sometimes. Like not every time, but a lot of it has some cultural relevance. It has some political, uh, you know, kind of message or whatever it may be. You know? mm. So there's more substance there. So, of course, you can hold on to that a little longer, I think, than you could a pop song, you know? But that's the trick is like to try to make the audience cross over to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's why a guy like Quentin uh, Tarantino is is someone that I admire so much because he makes he you know undeniably makes pop movies. His movies are part of like the pop culture zeitgeist, right? But they're all Quentin Tarantino movies. Like none of them follow any kind of game plan that other people have set out. Like <laughs> they have their own structure, their own style, and you know that it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like. He made the audience cross over to him, mm-hmm. you know? Those and are the people that I admire the most, too. The people that can walk that line between pop and art, you know what I mean? Yeah. But. Um, yeah, it's mad skill. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's in, yeah, it's difficult, you know? And it's having a style that just people find agreeable, too, man. Like, there, there's some things that you just can't control. And for some reason, 
Tarantino's particular style, who no one else has, bro. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. one else has like successfully re- uh, recreated like a Quentin Tarantino. You're not going to. It's too original. You can't. It's like yeah. saying, "Oh, I'm gonna make a Tim Burton movie." No, you're not. Tim yeah. Burton will. Right. You're not going to. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People have definitely tried to copy Tarantino a lot. You know, and it's the most successful was Guy Ritchie and his like. I was watching Snatch just last night. That Yo, fucking movie likewise. is so. Yo, good. you we were, were watching about, it last you night. You want to talk about synchronicity? No, nah, not last night but still like the last two three recently. four days very recently very yeah. recently i just watched it but oh, see, amazing I, I wouldn't i wouldn't take anything away from guy Ritchie though man i thought he he had his own little style you no know? i agree and actually back then watching it back then i kind of thought it was a tarantino ripoff but mm-hmm. watching it last night i saw more guy Ritchie than Yo, anything i didn't really see a lot of quentin so tarantino good. In that. Oh my God, there's one man. scene i love in that movie where every scene well yeah no <laughs> yeah, i love that movie so good no, i couldn't so get good. the binoculars out in time <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> and so uh unconventional too the way he like you know rolls the credits at the you know while the while the movie's playing or whatever and has all the actors and then he right, does right. A, and then he does a credits kind of thing for the characters right mm-hmm. in the beginning right in the you beginning you get a little like colorized poster snapshot of each for guy each character with, with like bro. different pastel colors and then their name written like they're like superheroes boom sunny right. boom Vinny. yeah boom the the brick brick top like, right. it's like what yeah. what and am you're, i watching and you're fucking entertained the whole time though it's crazy like, yeah throughout the credits and then the credits for the characters and shit you're, you're and like, i can see what you mean about thinking that it might have been a tarantino ripoff at some point when you were younger or whatever because yeah they're both incredibly uh alluring for their conversations they have that in common like you watch those two movies and you're like yo i want to just hear what these people are talking about i don't really care what's really happening in the plot i just want to see how is this person talking to this person about whatever they're talking about and just watching the conversation happen it's so incredible (laughs) yeah and they're both like stories that uh, that are ensemble casts too. Yeah, like yeah. Tarantino and Guy Ritchie, and they all came out around the same time. So I could, the, you could see where the comparison was made. But I think I feel like watching it last night, I saw more, you know, Guy Ritchie than anything. Because also Tarantino has evolved since that time too. Right, right. And like a, you know, a Tarantino movies a little different now than it was back then. Yeah. Back then he was making the crime movies, and now he's doing these like fucking westerns and no, there are a lot World more, War Two. What movies. was the most but, recent but, one? Hateful Eight. That was the most recent. Hateful Eight. One? Yeah. But right. there are a lot more nuanced now than they were before and they were pretty nuanced to start you know the tarantino but, movie yeah um but yeah. yeah like hateful eight was full of little like subtle things you know what i mean that i that i actually liked about that movie did you like that movie um dude honestly like i've tried to watch it like 27 times and i've gotten you've never gotten through it never gotten through the whole way the last time i watched it i got through almost the whole way you know but mm. like it's just i watch it late at night i fall asleep whatever mm. but like but no. what do you think about what you've seen? Like, I don't know. Like, I, want, I, I keep trying to watch it because it's, like, you know, not terrible. Like, I like the conversation in the cab. Like, I like the conversation in the, in the actual um, cabin where they are or whatever. Yeah, in the haberdashery? Yeah. All, Did all you the get to the part good. where they, like, show where they go back to the, where they do, like, the flashback? No. No? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I'd have to. I don't remember right now. Yeah. So you're not sure you watched the whole movie? Or? No, I know I haven't seen the whole thing for sure. I just oh, you, got, you have I'm to. not sure where he stopped, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did, you, did you like Hateful Eight? Yeah. No, I thought Hateful Eight was um, just as entertaining as any of the other ones. But I think, what was it that stuck out to me about that one again? It was, um, I don't know, it felt refreshing to watch because I haven't really 
like delve too much into Western type movies at all, period. Right. So anything on screen that gives you the Western world, um, I have not seen much of that. It was always for me more sci-fi, superhero stuff. Or, okay. Or um, um, what's the other? Whatever. Not that genre. So right. watching it, I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. Like, yeah. I, I kind of want to see what's going on with this different life pace of these guys that just have nothing but a horse and a revolver and <laughs> yeah. their wits about them. And it's like, it was super interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's funny how like you've seen it like throughout his career now, how Tarantino's able to inject his voice in all these different like scenarios now, you know, like I said, back then it was just LA crime films, but since then it's been like, he's done a samurai movie, Mm -hmm. you know, he's done all kind of shit. And it's just funny, man, that like, even if it's a Western and they're out in the middle of Wyoming and shit, it's still a Quentin Tarantino movie, you know? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. He's, I gotta say he's one of my favorite directors, man. Like I think when people ask me who my favorite director is, my like film school film snob answer is always Kubrick because mm-hmm. I love Kubrick, but mm-hmm. my real honest answer is Tarantino because I just enjoy his movies more. You know what I mean? Like right, right. I understand Kubrick's genius, and I still think Two Thousand One is probably the greatest movie ever made. Oh man, that movie's great! I've never seen it. <laughs> oh no! Of course you've never seen it. Uh, uh, I recommend you watch that movie um, by yourself. Um, with complete focus on the movie. If I know Dre's taste in movies, yeah, you're not this gonna is like it. not going to be for me. You know what I mean? Like straight <laughs> No, it's it's sci-fi. Yeah. Don't get don't get it wrong. Like still, no matter I what. I love sci-fi, but I like, you know, like cool-looking yeah. sci-fi. No, 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 no. This is sci-fi that's very heady and yeah, very mental. Very heady, yeah. Okay, and it's I not like a, it's I not s- like you're going to be like, "Oh man, I'm impressed because they're doing some neat sci-fi stuff no it's just sci-fi because it's sci-fi but it's right. just like yeah. it's psychological yeah it's psychological it's a movie that a psychiatrist philo- it's in. philosophical philosophical too. psychological yeah, yeah. There you mm. go. it just happens to be sci-fi too okay something that i find like interesting that's philosophical for me was like ex machina right like i love that it was sci-fi mm-hmm. it was philosophical and it was a good movie good pace kept me interested visually interested mm-hmm. right um something that i saw recently that i hated that was supposed to like supposed to be like hey was come some movie called moon have you seen this movie okay yes i have and if you didn't like moon you will not like 2001 yeah they are very similar movies in that sense yeah boom i haven't seen it i haven't seen moon if and don't watch sunshine either because that one's the same thing i don't know if you've seen Sunshine. i haven't seen sunshine sunshine is also another very heady movie that's just happens to be sci-fi but it's really about the psychological human element did you like arrival yeah i did a lot Mm. um but okay here's the point i was gonna make too like in okay pop pop art right like music movies whatever it may be right like obviously it's the same thing in movies that we were talking about in music there's certain movies that are avengers or whatever you know and there's certain movies check mark and there's certain <laughs> movies that are um that's everybody's check mark by you way. know more artistic <laughs> quote unquote right yeah. so right. what i was trying to say earlier is that in the end 30 years from now 40 years from now when you think about motown right music you're thinking about all the pop songs that were at the top of the charts back then. When you think about 50s hits, you're thinking about all the standards that were at the top of the chart back then. So these are the Drakes of their time. To an know? extent, yeah. though. To an extent. And then underneath that, there's layers, of course. You know what I mean? Like, you can like like someone that's maybe wasn't on the top of the charts. But, you know, the most popular songs that really 
people still play and, and survive the test of time are those songs, you know? Scarface was a flop when it came out. Scarface? Really? It was? It was a flop. It was a financial it flop, you it mean? It flopped. I had no idea. Critically and wow. financially. Wow. Yeah. Critically yeah. too? Yeah. Wow. I never and knew that when about did Scarface. It, and, when and did what, it rise? And we're talking about fucking Scarface. Scarface, now. that all I remember about Scarface is watching uh, MTV and then... Oh, welcome to my crib. Got the Scarface poster. <laughs> Next guy, welcome to my crib. Oh, I got the Scarface poster. Every guy had the Scarface yeah. well, poster. Well, also, we had it extra because of like living in Miami, too. Right, of course. Like, growing up in like the 80s and 90s in Miami, it's like every dude wants to be Tony Montana. Of course. Every, in that era. Now it's it's changed, I think, a little bit. But No, yeah, yeah. undoubtedly. Yeah. Every dude wanted to be Tony Montana. Yeah, now people have real realistic dreams and shit. Like these kids, <laughs> these yeah. kids grow up with like, yeah, I want to be, you know, head of a major software firm. Exactly. Or yeah. <laughs> like, kids want to be Mark Zuckerberg. Well, yeah. some of them also want to be, what's it called, that... uh uh, Pikachu detective. Girl. Pikachu detective. Yeah. Yo, what the fuck's <laughs> detective up with that? Pikachu? Yo, me and my wife were talking about this shit. Like, what the fuck is up with Pokemon? Like, this shit makes money every decade that it's in. It's like, like you know Power Rangers. Like, Pokemon yeah. is the same thing like Power Rangers. This is basically nothing more than a formula for a show that stuck. Works every time, and, and you just can gets, repackage gets, it. Yeah, it gets, yes, repackaged gets repackaged to every different. You know, how, you know, that's yeah. just, that's, uh, um, Power Rangers have been going on since like the eighties, and it still hasn't stopped, yes. as far as I know. And in Japan, it's like every freaking year or other year they make a new one with a new cast, and it's like, oh, let's get colorful Rangers again, but it's a new story. Right. The the formula though, it's like Pokemon. The formula doesn't die. Mm, People yeah. still buy it. They eat it up. So that's what Pokemon is basically. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, look at these Marvel movies. How long has, have those characters been around? And look at yeah. Batman and Superman. Like these are formulas. Same that idea, work. but like faster, like a faster rotation of like they just pump right. them out. Like every year, it's a new thing. Yeah, right? a new team, a new Pokemon roster, whatever. Yeah. Now they're even talking about like turning certain characters like that are male into female characters. Like I guess to be able to rehash it more often. You in, mean in comics, right? In comics, yeah, yeah. no, that's happening a lot everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. not just in comics, but in now comic movies too. Like. So, for example, like... Yeah, uh, Captain yeah. Marvel's one. Yeah, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel wasn't female yeah. at first. Captain Marvel was male. And I think... Uh, See, I didn't even know Shazam. I, yeah, exactly. Captain Shazam Marvel... is Captain Marvel. Exactly. Shazam is the original Captain Marvel. They still have issues, I think, those two. DC what do you mean? And Marvel. Shazam was DC. No, it, it, is, it is. But it I, is Marvel basically has some kind of issue. I don't, I'm not well-versed in the subject at all. Mm-hmm. But there is an issue between Marvel and DC in that they're like, yo, DC Shazam. Yes, Captain Marvel's Marvel, yes. Why the hell does your Captain Marvel look exactly like Arthur Zam? Hmm. Oh, and they had an issue, and they might still have an issue. I don't no, know. No, it wasn't that. It was about the name. Okay, DC, so I'm a little wrong DC on that. had yeah. the character Captain Marvel, but if I understand it correctly, it's like Marvel had the rights to that name. Yeah, because the name they are, Marvel. Because they are Marvel, you know? Right, I mean? right, right. Um, so DC had to rename the character Shazam and it wasn't really a rename it's like Shazam is what the dude would say to turn into Captain Marvel oh. so they just made that his name it's like changing Wolverine's name into Adamantium man it's like <laughs> he's that's like I'm basic. always Adamantium but that's not my name dude <laughs> yeah. there's a rumor or there was a rumor but it's you know it turns out to be bullshit that um, the, the post credit scene in Endgame was gonna have a Wolverine. It's like it's gonna be like some dude walking. You mean the one that's coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. Endgame, the one that just came out today. Oh, yeah. huh. oh yeah. it's out now. Yeah, it's out, it came out today. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, I heard there is a rumor. Yeah, there is no post-credit scene. But guess what? 
I don't believe it. I'm going to stay there to the very end just in case. You're going to watch all the credits for nothing, I don't bro. care. <laughs> then I'm going to make up a story about how there was an end credit scene and start spreading yeah. that. <laughs> That's a good idea, man. Go with it. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> is it is it like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but are some contracts like ending with this one too? Like I some think Robert Downey Jr. and... Uh, uh, Captain Evans. America. Yeah, there you go. Chris Those two Evans. are confirmed. Like contracts are over at the end of this movie. Contracts are done. If and I and nothing's been refreshed yet. All right, so they don't know, or it's just up in the air, or whatever. Uh, no, not that I know of. Huh, that's interesting. I think those characters are done. Oh shit! Who knows? Well, done with the character for the, now. The actors. With, yeah. with that actor, yeah. But they've spread like uh, false rumors before, and yeah, know. but none of these characters ever really die. I mean, yeah. there's always gonna be. Exactly. A movie of the greatest heroes. And I think at mm. this point, Iron Man and Captain America probably have already hit that that mark, I would imagine. Like like uh, like Superman and Batman, like there's always gonna be some actor that's playing those roles at some point. And they're in a position because of the way they've done it with the continuity that they can't recast a major character like Iron Man. Like I know Not they, unless they wait a while. <laughs> I know they recasted like War Machine or whatever, but right, if they yeah. keep it like in continuity, no, they're just gonna have to make another character Iron Man. Right. You feel right, what right. I'm saying? Like yeah. they'll have like a female character suit up as Iron Man. That works. They they do it in the comics. I know. Like there's I different know. Captain Americas if people right. don't know. Like, I think that's what they'll do because like, you know, let's be honest, we're watching something new unfold here with this Marvel universe, right? Mm-hmm, like right. we've never seen so many movies follow the same continuity, you know, at this scale. Because, right. mm-hmm. like I said before, we had James Bond. You know, you got James Bond, but they don't really follow one continuity like, like Marvel yeah, does. Not really. And you're able to recast the main character over and over. Yeah. It, you can't just recast Captain America and say that this is, uh, you know, the same, the same dude right. with Although, a different actor. You, they did it with some minor characters, like yeah. War Machine. Right. But they're... I like know, how they poked fun of it, too. They were like, oh... You look a little different, or something like that. I forgot. Yeah. Oh or no, he walked like, up. He walked up in like, the courtroom. It's me, scene or something, something like that. Yeah. He's like, it's me. I'm here. Get over it. Let's yeah. move on. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that was the new uh, yeah. roadie. That's the thing about Marvel, though. It's like they found the perfect thing that you can be light about. You know what I'm saying? And still, people take serious. Like, I'm ready to watch this movie. So that I can get on with my life, to be honest with you. Like, I'm just happy this shit is over because I'm not going to watch any more superhero movies after this shit. Like, I can't spend 10 years invested into one fucking <laughs> fucking run out of that, movie. That's right? your Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. That's why I can't handle Game of Thrones. I already got too much shit on my mind, man. These stupid fucking Avengers. <laughs> nah, I, I appreciate what they're doing. I just, you know, they're not my favorite movies, but I appreciate what they're doing. I, I think it's dope. I'm excited for Endgame. So you're okay if they do like a a Marvel character and turn him into a female, but what about if it was a Bond character? What the, the character of Bond? Sorry. What you mean like? Uh, but there's like gold a precedent. Gold, but, but there's a precedent for that in the comics, right? When I think Bond, I think Ian Fleming. You know what I'm saying? And right. if you're gonna do Bond, you need to look at Ian Fleming, and you need to, you know, that's that's where you should be coming I, up with your inspiration. For me, I know? agree with you, and I think a big part of it is that. Bond comes with a little bit of misogynism. Of course. <laughs> and it's like, well, it just has to be there. You know and I mean? and racism. Like, like, the dude in the books, racism he's went, a piece oh, well, yeah. of shit. In the books, Ian he's Fleming's a, was uh, Ian an admitted Fle- racist. Yeah, racist. Yeah. And he was a homophobe. He was all kind of shit. But, right. like, that's okay. That's the character. It doesn't make me a fucking homophobe because I'm watching, because I like James Bond. You know right. what I mean? Uh, you, you know, that's the character. You, you know, it's not, it's, 
Agreed. You don't have to agree with the character's moral code in order to like the character. You feel me? Right. Yeah, I like Darth Vader. He kills children. <laughs> I'm not down with killing. Yeah, children. most people don't really analyze their their uh, affection towards the Darth Vader character. It's like Darth Vader, you're so cool. Oh, I want to be Darth Vader for Halloween. It's like, do you really want to be mm. the character though? Think I about mean, what that really? means. Really? Are you sure you want to be that guy? Right. Because that's probably one of the worst. <laughs> but you can like <laughs> Vader without agreeing with his like you know moral compass and shit. But, you I mean, me? you could like, also just, just like a, a cool character, character on the surface. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's movie for you. It's entertainment. Yeah. He looks cool. He's badass. It ends there. Most people do not think this hard about the characters on screen. Really. Darth Maul would be a cool costume. Darth Maul is always a cool costume. Yeah, but you got to wear a lot of face paint. <laughs> but to go yeah. back to what we were saying, it's like the, the misogyny and all that shit mm-hmm. in James Bond is in, it's like part of the fabric yeah, of the character. Yeah. You can't just change that. Like, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, no. If James Bond is not James Bond if he's at least... A womanizer. What if she's badass a killer? Yeah. What if she's a, a misogynistic womanizer? Who? The James Bond female character. Oh, I okay. Don't know. But why not create a new character? I don't think that really makes sense for James Bond for one reason though, because James Bond makes sure to include really badass female characters. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't think there would be much of a draw there. Like, why would it be interesting when there's already really dope like badass well, female characters. Well, look, and, and I'll say just to play devil's advocate because I'm a pretty big Bond fan. In the early movies, there were badass female characters, but a lot of but they always devolved into, oh, James, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah. I mean the bad ones, like that Russian chick from... Uh, uh, Goldeneye? Goldeneye. Like hey, ones but like you're that. talking about the 90s now. Well, I mean the early ones, I'm just like in the 60s. Memory, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go by Goldeneye, that's what I'm saying. Like, by Goldeneye, by, you know, the Pierce Brosnan movies, and then a lot more with the Daniel Craig movies, I think, you know. So they could just introduce more that don't bang him, basically. Well, they were more three-dimensional, were more three <laughs> dimensional too. Like right, the right. characters just had more dimensions to them. Like, you know, uh, in Eva Green and Casino Royale. Like, that's a well-fleshed-out character. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. But back yeah, then, that movie's I think so that's, good. That yeah, movie's that's, amazing. That movie's so good. I, I, I think that's my favorite Bond movie, honestly. I think it is too, man. It's mine, for yeah. sure. And I like the old ones, too. GoldenEye was my favorite as a kid. But, I don't know how you could say that. that uh, Casino Royale is my favorite as an adult. I don't know are how you gonna, could say that's gonna, your favorite Bond, but not. But Timothy Dalton is your favorite. Uh, Casino Royale is my favorite Bond movie. Right. But Timothy Dalton Hence, is my favorite Bond. No, that's not the right transitive property. How, <laughs> how? The Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie, but Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman I can totally possible? understand that. Yeah, that's right. very understandable. I get it. When you make that comparison, I get it. It's the same shit. Yeah, because I agree shit. with that. Yeah. Michael Keaton in one of the uh, Chris Nolan, in like a Chris Nolan directed Batman movie, you know, the two like oh. eras mad- managed to, to overlap. Man, that would be amazing. How old is that movie? The original Batman. 89. I'm going to watch it yeah, it's uh, old. two Saturdays from now. It's playing in the theater. 89. And that's a very different Batman. It's about to be Michael 30 Keaton? years old. Yo, most people today have old. no idea what Michael Keaton's Batman's like. Damn, we got off Bond quick. I got super excited. <laughs> yeah, no. I saw where you were going. Never, I was like, nope, cut that shit off. <laughs> I, I haven't got to talk Bond. We need to have somebody on that's a Bond fan. Yeah. Bro. I need to talk James Bond on the five. It's like my favorite franchise. I feel like I got to watch like at least some of the movies. You know? Yo, you know James Bond? To refresh uh, my memory. Villains, I've seen them all, but. You know that, that one villain in, uh, was it Casino Royale? No, I think it was, I don't remember which one. The one that had the dude that got the diamonds in his face. It was one diamonds of his face. Oh, di- uh, uh, His name's not Diamond the last <laughs> Pierce, the last Pierce Brosnan movie. Die, Die Another Day. Okay, that one with that, that with that horrible Madonna song. Uh, well, 
Okay, well, regardless <laughs> of that, though, I think the guy that had the, got the diamonds in his face, see, that's all I can think of. And you see, this is, to me, he sticks out my memory really well as a villain for the same reason Jaws does mm-hmm. or uh, Odd Job. Right. Not because of his name, because their names wasn't even the thing for them either. It was because they were like really stylistically out in your face in that movie. They stuck out. Yeah. You're like, who is this huge guy with metal teeth? Yeah. yeah. And he's strong. That That's movie, a yeah. bad guy. Oh, wait. Who's this super short guy with a freaking stocky build and a suit and a weird hat? Oh, and he's badass. Yeah. Oh, and then now this guy. Oh, who's this guy with diamonds stuck in his face and really weird eyes? Yeah. Oh, he's badass too. It's like, I like how Bond has that, where it's not every movie, but a lot of the movies Almost every have, movie. Yeah, yeah they like have some bad the guy. The villain has like a quirk. Stylistic quirk. Even in Casino Royale, the dude like... T- like uh, it was subtle. Cries blood. It was subtle, it was subtle but it was there. It was there. Oh, yeah. that was great. Uh, but that defines Casino Royale. It's like yeah. the subtlety, but it's like if you really look into it, all the elements of the classic Bond yeah. movies were there, but yeah. you know they're done in a really subtle way. Yeah. yeah. Casino Royale is my favorite Bond movie. Villains need that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm really, any hero movie is nowhere near as good as another one that has a strong villain. You need that. I Do can, you like any of the old ones? I can never knock GoldenEye because it spawned the video game. Oh, God. I was going to tell you that. Yeah, like, GoldenEye is GoldenEye, the video though. game, is more <laughs> responsible for like dudes our age knowing all the Bond it's villains true. True. than anyone else, you than think? any other movie. Yeah. yeah, dude. Wow. People know who like Oddjob is. and you think, you think the average dude our age watched Goldfinger? No, Goldfinger's from 1967. And we played multiplayer where you can pick the guy. Right. (laughs) And it was dope because he threw his hat. And And you're like, oh, you're cheating. He's too short. I can't hit him. I (laughs) I grew up watching the the Bond movie, so I already already knew who Oddjob was. But for most people my age, like that's how they learned who all those Bond villains were. And younger. I I had no idea who he was either. Yeah. Uh, Not at all. Yeah, man. Gold, shout out to GoldenEye. That's a great fucking game, man. Yeah. yeah Talk about a classic like, game. Like, it yeah. spawned kind of like the first person shooter craze, it right? It spawned physical violence between friends. <laughs> nah, a lot of, a lot of games. Nah, did that, Mortal right? Kombat did that. So oh. Dude, so did like NBA Jam. Yo, speaking like, of kidding? Mortal Kombat, have you heard this thing? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm actually glad you brought up Mortal yes. Kombat. Have you heard what's happening with that shit? No, not at all. Tell them. All right. So, tell them, Dre. <laughs> so, so you know the character Jax. Oh yes, I think you made you a heard tweet about, about it. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. So the ca- so yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. So Please. the character Jax, mm-hmm. one of his endings, I guess, when you beat the game with him, mm-hmm. is he finds some sort of like a time machine. Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. If you're like a huge nerd, but yeah. most people won't care. It's up on. on YouTube. You can watch it and shit. So he finds <laughs> a time machine. Oh, Jax is an African American character, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's like a special forces guy. But they've never made a big deal about his race. Right. Ever. Yeah. Ever yeah, that's in true. the 26 years of this, of this game's Very existence. You know? Damn. Um, so that. he goes back in time and prevents slavery. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. That has nothing to do with Mortal Kombat already. Like what? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it's like Oh my okay. god, for people who don't know anything about Mortal Kombat, it's never been okay. at all remotely tied to real history issues. What of the course. At all. What the hell is that about? And even <laughs> if you follow Jax's storyline within the games, like it's never been a thing. No, it's so, never been a thing that he's black. Nobody okay. cares. So here's the thing though, right? So uh-huh. I agree to the pandering, right? Like that it's pandering, right? Uh-huh. That I admit freely. Okay. But is it 
also not okay, like, to have that storyline. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, so what? Like, the majority of storylines throughout the history of time have been about white, you know, men conquering and this and that. You know what I mean? No, it's just weird, man. It's like having Liu Kang ending be about him like winning a huge lawsuit or something. Like, I mean, who cares? It has nothing to do with Luke King's story. It's like, right. It's so like, out of place for, for example, Mortal like, Kombat, though. Like, if you watch, like, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, freaking Ken or Ryu's story on Mortal Kombat. It's not something you Mortal Kombat, is it? Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> close, yeah. close. <laughs> Whatever. You're almost there. Whatever. There's always an American character on, <laughs> right, on, right, on right. one of these. Right. Things. There's a Russian guy. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. And they do play up on that, on their race. You know what I'm saying? But like, they do it so vaguely. They don't really... Like, the game never no, blows it up as a big The American guy literally has an American flag no, on, but his, I, on his arm. No, you know what I mean? because like, Liu Kang has his mission, and it's a personal mission. It's not about him being Chinese. Zangief and has, like, Johnny, fur boots on. You know, he's from no, Russia. No, okay, stylistically, yeah, they look yeah. the part of the race and all that, for right. sure. But what he's talking about, which he never really got to the end of it, you know, is about mm-hmm. the deeper backstory. Like, why are you getting an ending cutscene? talking about deep racial issues when none of the other characters even touch on that. Like, Liu Kang, his cutscene, anything, is never going to be like, Liu Kang went to original China dynasty and helped the the emperor Ming do it. No, nobody cares. It has nothing to do with that. That's like if you watched a TV show for 26 years and the end of that TV show, like for, for this certain character, had nothing to do with anything you saw on the show. So it built up. It's Okay, you know what? That it, was how I met your put, mother. Simply put, it's out of left field. It just yeah. doesn't make sense for the game at all on any level. It and doesn't make any sense. And that's what bothers me because it's so out of left field that it makes you analyze, okay, why did they do this? Exactly. And then you look around and you why see this whole there? like, yeah, cancel <laughs> culture is like kind of the hot thing right now and like yeah. people... Crying, whatever, racism, sexism, homophobia, all this shit. Like, everything you could fucking think of. Everybody's just trying to, like, victimize themselves. Yeah. And these, you know, to me, they were trying to play up on that. And, you know, I'm sorry. That's when my bullshit meter goes off, you know? (laughs) Again, it's like what we were talking about earlier. Tracing or drawing. Like, you're tracing at this point. You're just like... (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? Like, Yo, have you ever played Super Smash Brothers at all? Any of them? Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if you beat the end of Super Smash Brothers as any character, and then you were treated to a cutscene that was like, got deep and philosophical and shit, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. What's happening right now? Right. You'd be yeah. mind blown, because it, the, the whole game was about, hey, you're a crazy character. Fight another one. Oh, fight another crazy character on a crazy stage. Right. At the end, did you know that slavery is a real thing? You're like, what the right. fuck? Yeah. Video that's like game, Mario, I didn't buy you for this. Yeah, that's like if you win the game with that's Mario, exactly right. and, Mar- and he goes back to Italy and like kills Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. And you get a subtitle. It's like, and then that was how Mario prevented World War II from becoming a global problem. So I epic proportions. And look, some people, some people like caught feelings on Twitter and shit, and they were all like, you know, trying to get me to like, you know, discuss it. And I was just like trolling them, like, nah, like you know. But they caught feelings because I said that it was racist, right? And I do think that it's racist because what they're doing is. They're reducing the Jack's character to only his racial identity. Agreed. That's the only thing that matters where like... So then do you not agree with like Black Lives Matter? What do you mean? Like the movement and the title of the movement? I agree with the title of the movement because Black Lives do matter. Of course, I agree with the title of the movement. I don't agree with the movement. 
they're like a radical leftist movement. I don't. Sorry, I didn't mean to switch it up like that, but it just <laughs> no. that's the first thing that came to mm-hmm. mind when you said that because, like, there's a lot of things that we do culturally that do that, and like, I don't know. It's, it's just to me, it's always been weird, you know. But well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a great yeah. Whoa, that's that's a, that's a mind job right there. They should have Shazam for quotes, like you said earlier. Yeah, they should they should create it. <laughs> What was the quote that I brought up earlier? Oh, I forgot. Say it again. It was about, uh, was it about the Mortal Kombat thing? Yeah. Ah. Uh, you said something real cool. Yeah, it was a cool quote, but we couldn't <laughs> figure out, like, who to attribute the quote to. And we said there should be, like, an app, but like then a we got high. But then we got high. Yeah, that happened, too. Did we finish that joint? Yeah. Fuck. That yeah. thing flew by. <laughs> I want another one. Should we uh, get into this bento box? Why don't you pull out the phone number there, Chief? Oh, shit. You didn't prepare me. Son. Oh, the Instagram. Let me pull up the Instagram. We're a very professional podcast, as you can That's tell. That's fine. Let's do it up. <laughs> Talk. I got it. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Like nothing. So, uh, hey. yeah, let's fucking get into it. Go ahead. Play it. It's the Bento Box. Uh. Okay. There we go. We out here. <laughs> Welcome to the Bento Box, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, once again, to remind y'all, this is the segment where we listen to what you have to say. You feel me? Yes. And we're giving y'all a chance to call in and be part of the show because we love you guys so much. You guys are so special. You know, I had a couple people write to me today and tell me how I was wrong about something I said on a show. Okay. And I told them, call the, call the line. Leave it what on the What was line. it specifically that you were wrong uh, about? I don't even... They, they said I said something about pet parenting. And about uh, the fidget spinners with the little things. But I don't know, like, what mm. I said that was wrong. You know what I mean? So okay. I told, I said, I want to learn. You know, let me know. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, that's another good, uh, that's a good point. Because that's a lot of, uh, you know, what we can do with this, too, is, you know, if we're sometimes we might not have all the facts. Mm-hmm. I've been given the suggestion that we should get a fact checker and that, you know, yeah. that would be cool, but we're mm-hmm. not, you know, we're not that kind of show. And we're kind of just like talking off the cuff, mm-hmm. but we encourage you guys to like educate us when, you know, we, when we're talking out of our ass. Yeah. We don't have facts, but we got voicemail. So what's the number? The number. Oh shit. Hold on. I put it it's down. five, six, one, seven, zero, eight, zero, zero, seven, two. Oh, we didn't even rehearse that once. <laughs> All right, let's get to the fucking calls, man. Hey, Teresa, call me V. Hey, hey. I'm not going to listen to y'all's podcast anymore. Oh, <laughs> um, come on. The fact that I cannot interject when needed, which is like almost always, is really fucked up. We were just talking and about I'm, this. I'm annoyed yeah. today. It's fucking <laughs> Thank Monday. You, but no specific examples. You guys have really terrible opinions oh. and your facts are all fucked up kappa uh, all oh, fucked wow. up kappa. all over the place damn anyways that's it not listening to you guys anymore bye so last week i was complaining that you know all the messages were addressed to you yeah i'm not complaining today <laughs> yeah you fucking you'd be fucking up bro yo fuck man you'd be fucking up with I your facts said, homie i always said i would be the end of this so show. these are pre-recorded <laughs> 
Yeah, they just call, leave a voicemail. You know, okay. you call 561-708-0072. You leave a voicemail, whatever you want to do. You, you know, you want to fart on the phone. I think it's funny that it. she was upset that she could not interject when she, when she found it convenient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. if you know how <laughs> this technology works, Risa, but, you know, you, you can't. You can't interject. The point is, like, you know, we say shit and you listen. And yeah. that's why we have this bento box. Or then, you could call yeah. an interjection and exactly. just spit it. And not complain about the it. number is five six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two five six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two five six one. Oh, see, you should have stopped it right there. You're fucking up, man. <laughs> I did kind Let's of. Let's go to geez. the next message, bro. Yo, but for real, y'all can't play my messages. This one and the last one. But uh, yo, Kappa shit was the fucking. I'll be a listener forever. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> All right. She All likes right. that that talent shit. I feel better. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Risa, man. Risa yeah. fucking be listening to I all the episodes. The yes. Yeah, she'd be throwing mad feedback and shit, and she always contributes. So. I w- yeah, you, I wish you would contribute more. Just call, but like give specific examples because we need them. Please. Well, we should have her on the show. We should have yes. Chris on the show She's so a- he can correct us about all the pet stuff, too. Called you out live on the air, son. Yeah, now it has to happen. Now yeah. it has to happen. Go and, big or go home. And you're wrong about... <laughs> About like fifty percent of your basketball opinions too, but we could talk about that when you get here. Cause Ouch. let's go to this next one. He said that about that game with That's the right. root Miami twenty two. I see you. Yo yo yo, what's Gucci my sushi? Hey, your man, Superman. Yeah, and I'm a man of my word. The soup. I said what I said. I'll do what I'll do. Okay. I said I'll call in with some bars. Okay. Uh, hey. Let's do it. You know how we do. Yes, sir. This one goes, um, progression for my peeps puts me in a position and dealing with propaganda, poison pumped through politicians, promoted through projects on sets and televisions. Problem is people push play and partially listen. Mm-hmm. False pictures of disparity is what they've been given. Probably power visions of acquisitions worth millions. Reality, they can't eat in these hard conditions. It's hard to listen thinking about your heart condition. Uh. So I parked my missions, put the heart back in condition. Jeez. It's so sick how they sell their souls for image. They think they're going to blow like pole position. They only go for the dose, so now their soul is missing. And they don't know how to flow, so they verbs they're hitting. The way I think with the ink, make this a poem with rhythm. Turning words mm. to wisdom. Man, I heard you sinning. Don't know your religion, but I hope your God is forgiven. Mm. Word. Yeah. Whoa. Bars. So. G-G. Flames. Now we do. You been so I like you, boy. Yes, sir. Soup doggy dog. Damn, yo. soup dog. Soup dog came through with it. Soup dog, yo. Hell yeah, oh, man. Look. That's what's up, yo, bro. I didn't know he could rap though like that. Damn. I mean, man, it's you know, it's the homie, man. Yo, yo. <laughs> what just, you? Like, I'm shocked. Like I don't know. I've never heard him rap before. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, there you yeah. go. He yeah. might have just taken out talent. For the, I mean, don't get crazy, though, but it was cool, you know what I mean? It was cool, though, you know? I think we got, like, six verses already, so, like, MCs especially, like, call in, leave your verses. We're going to put them up once we hit 10, mm-hmm. and we'll let people vote on the best one and shit. So call in, keep leaving your verses. Soup just called in with the fire. Yeah. Yeah, he had some bars in there, too, yeah. man. Uh, some, you know, some personal shit. I hear you, God. And flow, too. Like, nice flow, too, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the home. I'm, bro, I'm so home. impressed, man. Like, honestly, I started doing this podcast, right? I didn't think, like, I had my mind set a certain way, like, about 
Miami, about the music down here. Honestly, it's changing every day that goes by. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, wow. Like, there's so much talent down here. You know, like, it just needs to be unified. And that's where human sushi comes in. We're going to unify the tribes. We're going to sushi fight. We're going to fucking fight. We're going to Wakanda this bitch. There's a lot of incredibly awesome music and art that exists. It's just a question of are you going to dig for it? Because you got to do digging to find it, really. It's not going to be presented to you. Yeah. It's not going to be on some random Google search. Like, you'll have to really dig for it. You You have to do work. But it's there. It's there. Yeah, it's there. I think anywhere you go would probably be that way, right? Well, I mean, I'm just saying in general, at large. Not, I'm not talking about like Miami specifically. Just, yeah. I mean, in general, like there's a lot of incredible art and music out there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, but not just that, man. It's like a, it's a different energy. Yeah, like I feel like it does come from a different place. You know what I want to do one day is like have like a, uh, like a what do you call this shit? Like a bracket like a bracket thing uh-huh. where we do like playoffs and shit like yeah, a tournament like, yeah like a tournament style bracket where we have like artists from our day versus the artists now and like make teams and shit like that you know what i mean and like what maybe like vote or something yeah and like i just vote want, on because the my team. theory is and then have someone like that's neat, that's younger than us in the rap game here to comment on it too you know what i mean and then like i my theory is you still pick like the Jay Z's of the game, you still pick Nas's. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's only a few new style. But anyways, I'm not trying to say that there's no good music. What I'm trying to say is that I'm actually opening my eyes to all the good stuff out there. So. When I play NBA 2K, I only play with the old teams. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I add a couple of the new guys to the teams, but I only play with the, like the old Bulls, the old Lakers. Like, I only yeah. play with the old teams. You, I think because that's another thing the show has revealed is that we are like a little nostalgic. Nostalgic for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Which is cool, man, because Marsh shit was better. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so where you been, like, playing lately and shit? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't play often, man. I play music uh, kind of just whenever I get the itch. Um, mm. Open mics. The last thing was at Roots Miami Cava. Shout out to them. It's a very dope spot in I've Wynwood. I've been there. Yes, that's dope. They serve Cava. If nobody knows what Cava is that's listening, that's a very... Mm. earthy herbal type drink it will relax you and soothe you and it's not a uh, alcoholic they don't serve alcohol there they don't permit alcohol there yeah you get your buzz with a kava drink and a uh, nice uh, uh food menu that has vegan friendly options and whatnot and it's a lounge so you can imagine a lounge of uh you know couches and a backyard setting and also the bar uh they do a lot of live music they'll have uh game nights where the people play on their, uh, uh, actually, I think it's mainly just Super Smash Brothers that they play there. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a comedy show uh, there. Yeah, comedy yeah. too. So yeah, yeah, I played there recently. Um, and yeah, yeah, just open mics whenever I feel. You've been things. you've been recording with Soup. Yeah, of course. Um, we're gonna play tomorrow privately for uh, some family, and uh, we'll probably branch out a little bit, probably in the near future. Most likely is what it looks like. Nice. Um, yeah, so I, uh, Superman, who is a very close friend of uh, Human uh, Sushi, mm-hmm. uh, is my cousin. He does the rapping. He just, y'all just heard him actually rapping on the phone there. Yeah, that was him. Um, yeah, we're cousins, like actual cousins, and I play bass guitar. I don't do any singing, but uh, yeah, I play bass guitar with him while he spits bars, and uh, I do my own thing solo as well. Nice. Yeah, man. You, I don't know if you've heard my. My album, Life After Love, you can look that up yeah. on bandcamp.com. It's on all, I was about to say, it's on all major platforms. <laughs> on all major platforms, actually, you're right. There you go. It is? 
No, it's oh. not. Not that one. Not that one. My my other two. Because I did that album as an alias. That album's dope. Slim Floyd. I like that album a lot. But it's you very played, creative. You played on one of those songs. Me? I, I did not yeah. play on one of those songs. Me? Do you not remember this? <laughs> no, I I'd have to. I'm sure as soon as I hear it, I'll remember it. But yeah, the thing yeah. is, I play so much bass over time with Dro in his studio setup that a few things go here and there that this I, was in my place though no i know but even but just in general i mean like whenever yeah. i play bass like i'll lay down a bunch of, a bunch of stuff that yeah. i'm like yo so-and-so person want to rap over don't even don't even know don't even care please yeah. do well and that's kind of what out. it was like yeah. there was a, a period where you were coming over often with, with no Superman. i remember that i remember yeah. that and you I were just, just playing a bunch question. of shit and you probably don't know where half of that shit ended up so, but if yeah, i you're, hear you're it i'll remember it if i hear it i'll remember it immediately but right now at this moment i can't recall it's been too much. Talon, Talon did submit a verse, but it just didn't make the cut. Yeah, it didn't make the cut. You, you know, know what I mean? Talon was Next album. Yeah, it wasn't a personal thing. It was just like, I didn't um, I didn't want it to suck. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. It's cool. It's cool, man. I get it. I get it. It's cool. <laughs> nah, man. Talon's my favorite rapper, bro. I take it, I take it you're Talon, then. I like him. I like him. I like him personally. <laughs> but I personally right. don't like his raps. <laughs> <laughs> There's some wordplay for you. <laughs> Bars. I'm just, his, you know. His aura is raps. Word. I don't know what that means, man. I, just, I think we should Yo, wrap. his aura is raps, bruh. <laughs> I think we should wrap it up. That's what I uh, think. Oh, <laughs> no. Hey, after that segue, we got to end Ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the comedy stylings. Oh. Yo, happy wizard, man, bro. Thank you for coming on the show, bro. Hey, thank you for having me. You? Where do they find you if they want to find you? Oh, yeah. If anybody has any kind of a taste whatsoever for either instrumental, chill music, and or jazz or classical, then you may enjoy my stuff. Uh, it is going to be uh, Jamal. Well, you know what? That's going to be too much to, to remember. Hmm. Just Happy Wizard Man on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Hmm. Happy Wizard Man. You type that in, it'll come up. And from there, you'll have a link to my Bandcamp site where you can hear all of my music. Dope. Nice. Dope, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you as well, guys. It's been a pleasure. Oh, yeah. It's been a joy. <laughs> yes, sir. And don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. We just oh, yeah. announced our winner last week. I think yeah. the prizes have been sent out um, yeah. once again. You she know, got a dope hoodie. She got a, she dope. Got a dope hoodie. So, yeah, she I picked mean, the hoodie. We are so men Dre, of our word. Dre paid for that. You know what I mean? Just right. like he said he would. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, that's the way we're doing it. So the next drawing will be maybe in a month or two. And, you know, uh, we're going to just basically tumble all the names together. We pick a winner and the winner gets to go on the website and pick whatever they want. Swag. We got, we got some pretty cool gear mm-hmm. and shit. And we're making more. And we're making more. You're nice. right. Nice. Yeah, 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 we yeah. just made some cool hats. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, sign up um, on Instagram. You can find us at Human Sushi Podcast, and you can go ahead and follow uh, Renee and me through there. I don't fucking know our Instagrams right now, so I'm not even gonna try it. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? Yeah, we also got some really cool guests coming up. We got um, we got Ivan coming back one of these days, right? Yeah, Du Ivan will be on a couple weeks from now. Yeah, hit him up, call him up on the hotline, leave him a message. And we got a good friend of mine, Tommy's coming by, and he's a recovery expert. So we're going to get to talk to him about that kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, feel free to leave him a question or, or a comment. All right, guys. Yeah, anybody who has any questions about you know recovery and drug addiction and that kind of stuff, it would be cool to, you know, to play a couple of your messages for him. So yeah. let's make that happen. 
There you go, guys. Thank you. All righty. Well, we're out of here. All right. It's seven. It's five six one seven. Oh, I forgot what that was. Seven zero eight zero zero seven two. You bitches. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. No, I like you. Beautiful this. people. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm really sorry. Don't be sorry. Okay. Oh, one last thing. The villain in Mortal Kombat said, "Make Outworld great again." Oh my. Uh, like they did a, they did a Trump riff. Like, cringe. Yeah, super cringe. Damn. Cringe. We were almost out. Clean. Keep, we were almost out. Keep but politics <laughs> out of Mortal Kombat. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Thank you. Yes. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Make podcast great again. Mortal Kombat, hit us up. <laughs>